Breaking news from The Athletic. This is John Greenberg and James Fegan from The Athletic with breaking White Sox news. Rick Renteria was let go, fired. Uh, his, his way was parted by the White Sox today, James. You and I have been writing a lot about Renteria's shortcomings, I guess we would say, over the last two weeks of uh, actually managing important baseball. But no one was really expecting this to happen today, were they? Um, I mean, especially with the way last season played out with the awkwardness of basically having their end of season presser and having to talk around the fact that they're firing Steverson. I figured that the week and a half break that they were taking to have their end of the season presser this season was about making sure answers on the coaching staff were, um, they could answer questions about the coaching staff. Um, as it turns out, they still can't about for about 80% of them. But, um, yeah, I, I probably didn't, I probably would have guessed towards this not happening, uh, more than happening. If I thought if somebody was going to go, I thought maybe it would probably be Cooper would be more the systemic change that they would go for. But even the nothing, nothing was over 50% likely for any individual, I would say. Yeah, and, and to back up for a sec, um, if you're listening to this and you haven't paid attention to anything, pitching coach Don Cooper was also let go. He has been in that role since 2002, uh, which earned him a pitching coach for life uh, nickname that he did not particularly care for. Uh, and this that was actually because not- it wasn't true. <laughs> right. I mean, apparently <laughs> he was right. Um, and that wasn't even in the press release, which is actually kind of surprising, right? Because that was that's really weird. Because it's not like, all right, I'll, I'll take you to when, when they fired Tom Thibodeau, when the Bulls fired Tom Thibodeau after, you know, making the playoffs and making the playoffs again and almost, you know, actually having a decent run there. Um, they also let go of his top assistant, but that wasn't in the press release. We actually just saw that guy taking his bags out to the car, <laughs> taking all his, his, cleaning his office out. Um, and then they told us he, he was the only coach immediately let go. This is a lot different because Cooper was an organization man and and Renteria wasn't an organization man, but he was in the sense that he got promoted after just one less than a season, you know, with with Robin Ventura, they announced he was going to get promoted, you know, I guess at the very end of the season. So it was one full season, but you know, there was that, and and Rick Hahn kind of made a point to basically say the days of, in some ways, the days of just being hiring guys in the organization is over. But in another way, when I asked him about Cooper, he basically insinuated that Coop's replacement, to me, seems pretty likely to come from within. Yeah, I, I definitely thought, I mean, in the scenario I would have envisioned of change and, you know, spending the past week comparing myself for what coaching staff change would happen, I would have thought something like Cooper, you know, retiring and being right. replaced with Edward Tiford or Matt Zaleski, the two guys they've been talking up nonstop for you know, years at this point and clearly progressively rising in their influence and, you know, getting mentioned and development success stories more and more. That's what I thought was probably going. That was my reasonable um, compromise between the White Sox never do anything that shocking or, you know, really upset the apple cart too much, but also they are trying to move a little bit in progressive direction. So while still trying to wrap my head around what happened today, that would probably be not an unreasonable thing to expect at the same time, if they're really going to shoot for like these experienced October proven managers that they're talking about for an hour, uh, in the zoom call, um, the idea that one of those guys might come with a very firm idea of who he wants to be the pitching coach. Uh, I think they have to be ready and accommodating for. 
Right. Like if the, he, you know, and Hans answer my question about that was, you know, they want some flexibility for that person to bring some coaches in, obviously not a whole new staff. So, right. That if said manager comes with a, you know, a pitching coach, he takes with him everywhere that then that that's a possibility. But, you know, he also, like you said, made it sound like they, they like what they're doing from within. Um, let's, you know, not to give Ricky short shrift here. Um, who do you think who who are on your li- is on your list for possible replacements? We know it's not going to be Ozzy Guillen because they, I think, smartly, instead of like ducking that question or avoiding it, they just addressed it head on and said Ozzy won't be considered a candidate. So who do you think will be considered a candidate? It sounds like, I mean, is Alex Cora going to go to the back to the Red Sox? Is he going to be a White Sox candidate? Is AJ Hinch? Seems like he would be a guy they'd look at. What do you it, think? It certainly seemed a lot like um, Hinch or uh, other. Yeah, it, I guess the strongest like correlation between all the factors they outline with the playoff experience and managerial recent experience, playoff experience. <laughs> and recent playoff experience. <laughs> if only they had said recent, but not currently in the playoffs, then we could really narrow it down. Um, <laughs> and. and you know, representing both the analytical approach that they're trying to get more convenient with, um, someone that obviously I'm sure that Keiko would probably stump for pretty strongly. Um, you know, God forbid, don't we forget to mention, you know, the Stanford connection. Yeah, it, it seems like he would, you know, not that, not, don't quote Rick Hahn saying this, but it would check off a lot of the boxes um, for, for what they seem or state that they're looking for. I guess we'll let's close this off though with our last, you know, with, with your kind of thoughts on Ricky. I mean, when he was hired, I, you know, I took him, I'll be honest. I took him a little lightly. I took him lightly when he was hired with the Cubs because he was hired as kind of with the Cubs as the antidote to Dale Swaim's tough love. And with the White Sox, it was weird because you fire Robin Ventura who never should have got the job in the first place. And you just promote the bench coach. who has been around for a year. It seemed like they were setting the bar very low. What did you actually think of, you know, the job Ricky did? I thought mostly he was fine and did what they wanted him to do. Uh, I thought you knew in 2018 or 2017 that he was, you know, below average tactically, but you're getting him all for the culture that he was instilling and, and whatnot. Now, obviously, he had a bad final three weeks <laughs> of the 2020 season, but I also don't think that should have been just totally beyond the pale of um, what you anticipated from him and what you knew of this guy that you staked as saying, this is the guy to lead us to the promised land on record, off the record, countless times over the past four years. I don't, I don't think you, I don't think it should have been necessarily capable to have a three week period that totally just reworks your, um, your feeling on a guy tactically. But if he's hanging his hat entirely on the culture of the team uh, whatnot, then yeah, things like that start to add up about, you know, Dallas Keuchel having to read the team, the riot act in early August, uh, to get them playing like they should, or limping down the finish and, uh, seemingly kind of taking their foot off the gas. And, you know, Jose Abreu saying they relaxed down the stretch, um, and, and, and seemingly not being up for the moment of, uh, the last two elimination games in the playoffs and, you know, having Ken Rosenthal report today about veterans not feeling like uh, he held the team accountable enough. Ultimately, then if the thing that he is hanging his hat on is a little shaky, then yeah, maybe that kind of um, 
maybe that kind of changes the the feeling on him a bit. And, and I may understand making this move. I certainly don't think they couldn't improve upon Rick Renneria. That said, I would evaluate Renneria, um, you know, in a similar way that I would talk about, you know, Todd Steverson, which is, yeah, I get moving on from him. Yeah. He's wasn't a manager or hitting coach of the year, but the residue that you have with Tim Anderson and Yohan Mankata and Lucas Giolito making all these turnarounds, um, you know, in no small part because they had a manager who absolutely did nothing but like had their back uh, at every moment. Um, I, I feel like that that should probably go down as part of his legacy with the White Sox, um, which is inevitably not going to be involve him holding up a trophy of any kind uh, at any point. Is that if he was if he was viewed as being this guy a developmental manager? or, uh, you know, a culture changer or whatnot. He has these big developmental victories um, that are going to serve them well, um, you know, for years on end. Unless a new guy just totally ruins it. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletic's new headline section for much more on the story. To get access to all of the Athletic's great sports content, visit theathletic.com forward slash news pod, where you can join for just $1 per month.